Hey everyone. So, how much of you is is solid? How much of you is real? How much of all of this is stationary? I think that's one of the things that is very powerful if you do the medicine is the notion of our solidity of our beliefs of our feelings that we can actually transform metamorphosize melt dissolve that is actually everything's very fluid and what keeps us solid and the more solid the less ability to transform is our belief right that this will stay forever as it is it won't <laughs> it doesn't if you want to go along with this whole thing if you want to enjoy the ride you have to evolve to change and all of that changing is like birth and death it's very messy very messy lots of difficult emotions and joyous ones and in the medicine there is a sort of death not in this sort of final way but in a sort of ongoing death transformation way right ice steam water ice st- it's just like moving fluid there is no destination there are acts of transformation endless transformation so in trauma you get to be solid paralyzed terrified that's the worst thing about trauma especially if it's hidden trauma hidden trauma is like being in the boot of the car and somebody else is driving it so you don't have the power to flow to transform your owned imprisoned i would say buried by events that you cannot access and the very fact that you can't access them means that you're stuck so in all of this medicine work there is enormous amount of burying of actually unburying not burying of opening of realization and then shedding endless shedding I was going to say shagging but <laughs> also that could happen right but mostly shedding and there's a stillness that comes from the acceptance that things are going to change if you're trying to hold back the wall the dam you're going to be in for a big fight and and a lot of work and a lot of sort of rebuilding and constant like negotiating because you're trying to hold back the things that need to come out that need to just plunder that need to just like right the avalanche needs to happen and you're holding back the dam because of what might happen what you might see what you might experience i think that's one of the big things about doing the medicine is 
the re-experiencing of everything you've refused. And on top of that, you might not know that you've hidden, that you've buried, but that owns you. And all of that in this theme of solidness is solid. It's solid because it's owning you and you can't move. I refer to it like a magnet. It's like this gravitational pull in the dark that you cannot see. But you're stuck there. You cannot leave that place because you won't look at it. You won't re-experience it. You don't want to know it. And it can be, I mean, if it's in the dark, it's because it's really terrifying. And you don't want to re-experience it. And you don't want to know it. So you have choices. You remain stuck, gravitationally just stuck. And then you're just chasing your tail. You don't know why. And it, so that stuckness is attracting that energetic realm that keeps you terrified, attracts more prisoners. Attracts more entities that keep you imprisoned. More energies. So wherever you're cooked, and it's a cooking. Wherever, you know, is it the swan drops you off. I don't think it's a swan, but anyway, one of those beautiful white birds. Wherever it drops you off or wherever you arrive to, cooks you. And there are options, but you don't have any. You don't have any options on arrival. I know people say, well, you made this decision before you came. You decided to go through this shit. Hopefully I didn't. But if you end up in, you know, the blooded battlegrounds of the dark and you get cooked there, It's a gravitational pull. You will recreate the ch- those grounds over and over and will attract those that will keep you there. In the medicine, the dissolution is the seeing. Right, you know, when those clasps just fall off. How many do you have? How many? Yeah, how many cuffs do you have? How, how, how badly cuffed are you? That's one of the things you get to see inside the medicine. Did it happen in some other lifetime? Belonging to some other worlds? It's a technology. This is not it. This is a one of many. It's like a mall, right? It's just one tiny store in a mall of many stores. I think this one is very solid, right? We're obsessed with staying young, owning, possessing, like controlling the worst place to be (laughs) the worst place to be the more you solidify the less you can evolve that's why failure is brilliant growth change but that's what we're very scared of that's why everybody's selling us shit to make us Live longer, be more safe, be more secure, you know, like you're building a fucking vault for yourself in all of these identities. In the medicine, it just basically blows it all up, little by little, but it's like, 
Okay, next stick of dynamite. We're going to get rid of that. Oh, fuck. This too? Yeah. So there's this dissolving, seeing, exposure, a lot of exposure. You know, you've been under your little turtle shell. It's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm here. I don't want to see anything. I'm just, I'm just like going along. Someone, no one hurt me, right? Well, in that place, you know, you just die. The world is, nature is fierce. It's fierce. It's gigantic. It's ravenous. It's light and dark. The forces around us are just massive. We can't see them. I mean, we see some of it. Nasty, rotten people, etc. But when you go into these medicine, into the medicine and you recognize the gravitational pull of these forces, it doesn't mean you have to hide from the dark. Most of the world is telling us, oh, there's only, we just have good experiences, that's all. We only live in the world of like, you know, pretty bodies, pretty faces, handsome couples, idealized life experiences, which we all want. By the way, no shade. I, you know, I'd love to be on a mountaintop in some magnificent, overlooking some beautiful river, you know, I mean, that's, but it's not the forever experience. And so when difficult things happen, it's like, well, this is supposed to be happening. I'm not supposed to be having a difficult experience. I'm supposed to be in that Instagram story of look at me, aren't I just having this magnificent life? I think somebody should do more. But again, it's not like you need to see it like some like horrible, like, oh my God, you know, doomsday thing it's just like yeah this also is part of all of this bubbling cauldron that's this massive fucking mystery it doesn't hold up to being enclosed to being secured it can't the unit you can't put the whole fucking universe you know, in your extra closet for the in-laws. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's massive. And roaring and raucous and unforgiving sometimes and just a shit show and then sometimes divine, angelic. And in the medicine... You go to face them. You go to say hello. It's a meet and greet. <laughs> a meet and greet with the darkest forces of the universe. I can only smile now because I've been through them. Otherwise, I'd literally be on the floor puking up and feeling fucking awful. Easy when you come to the other side of it, right? The forces keep you blinded. The dark forces keep you blinded. They keep you... chained um and so they and there's a lot of coding energetic coding that says if i do this code i'll survive in my case it was i'm going to starve you of love just starve you so any you're just going to be in the dog you know if you put a if you chain a dog if you let it go for five minutes it's like oh my god you know You let me go. Oh, you must be amazing. It was, it was, that was really the trick. The slightest morsel of light. And I was willing to give up my whole being because I was so trapped in the dark. Right? That's the energetic force. And then you attract the same, people smell who you are. They smell your energetic 
vibration. And you attract in like measure that sort of vibration that you're putting out there. Oh, I don't deserve to have power. You know, that you're taught, you're, you're sculpted in the energetic realm if you've been traumatized of darkness. There's a teaching, there's a sculpting, there's a, a burial. Where I grew up, it was to be powerless is to have power. In your submission was your survival. You were in hell, right? So you're stopping the momentum of all this energy that is holding you hostage with fear. You have this huge tidal wave inside of you that's this energetic code that was built in the dark, right? That is like throbbing and pulsating. And it's coded, whatever your code was in that trauma, whatever your survival mechanism was. And mine was submit. Make the other one powerful. Don't use your power. That's wrong. If you use your power, that's masculine. The other person doesn't get to be blown up. Your power must only be used to fuel the dark. The other. Your battery must only be used to power the other. Access to your power is prohibited. If you do not use your power to fuel the other, you will be an outcast. And you will die. Right? Oh, sounds so ominous. It was. If you are a child dealing with these dark energetic forces, you are sculpting around the trestle of that gravitational pull of terror. As, they, as Sartre said, hell is other people. So fucking right. Don't like the guy, but so fucking right. Hell is here. It is not a place. People are meat bags with spirits in them. Energetic spirits. It is the intention of an individual. Not what he's saying or she's saying, right? I can be saying, oh, you're fabulous and not mean a fucking word of it. My intention is just completely hidden. So if you're going into the medicine, you're going to meet these forces, these energetic forces that have made us that we cannot see. And it's very much, and I don't watch a lot of Schwarzenegger movies, but it's very much like the person appearing as a person and then when you go into the medicine, the medicine, the, you know, the person, the, the narrative, the person is seen as it's what its spirit is, right? So in real life, it's apparent in, an, in the medicine, when, you, when, that's, when it's seen, I get to see what it's really about. Oh, it's a huge fucking piece of darkness that was shown up as this parent, right? Or it's a blockade. It's, it's, right? You're not seeing it in this realm, right? You're in the other realm. The realm, it's almost like an x-ray. 
Right? You've shown the spirit of that person. That spirit covered in, you know, meat, body, solidity. So, when all of that is stripped down in the medicine, because you get to see the spirit and the intention of the person that, for example, for me, showed up as parents, it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck, right? Of course, when you see its intention, the figure or the person that played can no longer exist because the spirit of it becomes alive and the attachment to the person that you saw then dies, right? So people say, oh, don't you feel bad you don't have parents? No, because I I no longer see them as that because I've been in that battlefield, right? You've been in that that world and you and you you've begun to recognize them as they truly are which is spirits and in this instance particularly dark ones right so it is a solidity of that relationship that is is difficult to break at first, right? Because you you you've attached as the child and the parent, right? Because you see them as the you see them as you see them in the photographs and the actions, etc. That's solid. That's what that's the trick that's holding you hostage, right? You can't leave with my parents, right? In the medicine, I saw him. Oh, not as a parent, but as like an animal right looking for prey looking for my like prey that was the, that's the spirit of the person finally revealed right what you've built is a child who's in this unconscious terrified state with a parent that's what you built on arrival in the cooking realm but in the realm of the medicine they're exposed as the spirits that they truly are. And once they're exposed as the spirits that they truly are, there's, your, there's a willingness within you to remove other bits of that solidity that you had. That's what the medicine is doing. She's cracking. She's breaking open, Right? the stuff on the outside, the stuff that, you, that was built in that solid form to reveal the spirit that, lay, that lies within it and its intentions. The contracts it made with you. It's fascinating. So there's a dissolution. Ah, I'm not battling a parent, I'm battling a spirit, a very dark entity that showed up as a parent. So, and potentially other spirits, other entities. So whatever the trauma you're holding, it's converted in the medicine, right? The x-ray. It's, it's seen for what it is. And the more you're able to sit still and the more you're able to understand it, the more it dissolves. That's suppose what I'm saying. People are like, oh forgiveness, all this stuff. It's, it's not really about that. It's like you get to confront the spirit of it. The parent is dissolved. Now you're just dealing head on 
or its spirit. And, and also everyone else that happens to be in your family that might also be that. I feel like I was surrounded by them. Not just him, there were others, right? That showed up as family. In fact, in a ceremony in Peru, fuck, yeah, I remember I was being attacked by an uncle and his daughter again, who I thought were just my uncle and his, my cousin. <laughs> but was shown very clearly, I was shown very clearly, very dark energies. That is the dissolution that you get the more you work with the medicine, the more you connect to the medicine. And there's an enormous sort of liberation, right? Because it's all this understanding. I don't, I don't, I'm just seeing them as my uncle and my cousin. Like, what the fuck? The medicine contains vast amounts of, of information about everything. I mean, they say shamans that have, they know when the world's going to end. And again, I have no inkling of any of that, but I can see that if you're in these realms, since you're 11 and 12, right? And you get to be old, after years and years, you're being given so much information that you can't have access to unless you are connecting and you're, you know, bonding with this other realm. And as you are dissolved, so too can you feel and you feel other energies like I can see this certain people it's just like I, I can you just know that you see them in you know the, the darkness the manipulation the cover up it's just insane again I'm no psychic I'm no anything I'm not right it's just that in the connection with the plants you, you you're dissolved you know that your solidity is dissolved and so you're, you're working from your kind of soul or from your heart or something. You just have this feeling, understanding. I mean, I don't know very much. I know very little, in fact. But I, I, on occasion, it's like, wow, okay, I cannot be around this. Because you penetrated the outside, right? You can feel its energy. So you're dissolving. And um, one of the aspects of my particular trauma was sexual abuse, right? As a child, as a little girl. And the act of that is, first of all, taking away your life force, um, your creativity, your power, and servitude right it's like this you've just you're just wiped out you're just wiped out and in that wipeout <clears throat> I was made a slave to the dark it takes your soul or your soul disappears or you or your soul is buried but there's an abandon, you just jump ship of your own life. You just jump ship. And again, one in eight girls are, are abused. One in, I think, five boys are sexually abused as children. I mean, there's other stuff that goes on, you know, physical abuse, beatings, sort of rejection of children. Just the horror that goes on in that vulnerable time is just insane to me. Um... So in this return, or in this, 
you're reconnecting, right? You're trying to re- return to your, your being is, first of all, the, the dis- dissolution of the characters around you to see what their spirits truly are. So you're confronting that spirit, right? You can't see it in this solidity. You can't. You cannot. So you, you sort of break the barrier between this and the other world. You see their, their spirit, their intention, where they come from. And in confronting them, in allowing yourself to re-experience the truth of them, because certainly if you've had trauma early on, you're kind of trying to hide it because you've got to survive. By sitting in that fire, there is a strengthening of your spirit. Every time you sit, something is returned to you, like another piece of the wattage that was taken, right? So they just, it's, you know, any kind of trauma early on is like a wipeout. It's just like you're just wiped out in all of it. And in the medicine, as you go further and further in and the medicine opens up more and more and gives you more and more access to where you've actually been in the, in the spirits, etc. This seeing empowers you, gives you more information. You're willing to sit through it. And in that sitting, you can see how the coded you've been, right? So the people that showed up that you might have attached to no longer can sustain their relationship because you, you can see the, the, con, the contract that's being made. If you can't see any of this, this is the crazy to me, but if you don't have access to this sort of other world or this other, this, this whole other world that lives around us and upon us and in us and more, you know, it's, it's crazy. I suppose that's why you keep doing the same things over and over because you're gravitationally stuck. You don't know why you're stuck. You're going to therapy. You're reading self-help books. But actually, it's this whole fucking other realm of energies all around us, in people, around us, etc., that we can't see. I'm sure it's been written about in... Tons of literature. I mean, books and all that, great. Information, fabulous. But when you're in the medicine and you're actually experiencing the energy and you're re-experiencing the events, it's a whole different understanding. It's either looking at the orange or tasting the orange, right? That's when knowledge is given to you when you're viscerally living the experience. So, again, if, if you've, in sexual abuse, if you've encountered that, hopefully not, hopefully nobody's ever had that, it's horrific. Um, in any kind of trauma where it's overwhelm, there's a soul loss or a soul paralysis or a soul coma or a soul disappearance. And in the medicine, the Shapibo calls back your soul. Calls it back. For it to come back, you must wake up to all of this. In fact, when I was last in Peru, in the final ceremony where I thought I'd sort of gotten the whole thing, it was like, oh no, they came to get you before you were born. What the fuck? The last ceremony is like the closing ceremony. It's all going to be just fine. I've, I've just got to, you could have wrap everything up with a bow. Like I've seen everything. I've done this now for so long. It's, oh my God, I'm, I must be done now already. Okay, we're done. Let's just wrap this baby up. This is the last ceremony. Boom. It's going to be like just, you know, a wrap up, you know, for the whole thing. No. 
another door opens. Another door into another realm. More information. They came to get you before you were born. They were waiting for you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what? Another 20 years of this, right? So what we're living is a very, this solidity is a tiny layer of a world on many, many worlds. And everything that's happening here is being affected by all these other realms. Who knew? I mean, I thought I just got the sixth train downtown, right? It's like, I thought I just, you know, I bought my cornflakes on aisle five at Costco. It's like, no. You get a deeper understanding of the universe. You get a deeper understanding of all of this cosmos. Not in a lab. Not under... Not in an operating... Not in an operating theater up the road. But in a ceremony. Where intelligence rules. The intelligence in that ceremony space, those plant spirits are... It is the vehicle into other realms of information. But it demands your dissolution, right? It demands you give up the solidity of identities, of egos, of self-defense mechanisms, right? So you can access truths that you can then tear down if you can't see it you can't fight it if you can't see it you can't heal and also in that realm of seeing you get back the power that was taken from you. In blindness, you can't navigate anything. Right? You have to have your glasses on. You have to have eyesight. You have to have seeing to understand why you are where you are. Now, I had no idea about this when I started, God knows how many years ago. But again, when the avalanche starts, you can't stop it. You just go down with the avalanche. Because it's nature. It's taking you somewhere. But there's a place where you need to give up the solidity and say, okay, I'm willing to become transparent, right? I'm willing to give up my knight's armor. I'm willing to expose and be vulnerable and see. Yeah, but everybody's going up this way and all the sheep are going over there, oh my God. And everybody's like, you know, everybody's got a Maserati and they've got a house in the south of France. And, you know, everybody's like wearing the most, you know, the most incredible Balenciaga gowns and those people in Hollywood have got all that plastic surgery and there's like, oh, right? There's this whole energetic distraction. Okay? Which, no shade, I love all that shit. There's there's not a Puritan fucking cell in my body. But the, the... the the gravitational pull of that is very, very powerful to keep you from seeing what's really going on. Now, in your realm, it's going to be completely different, right? In your ceremony, the world that you built, that has been built, the energies that you are going to see are connected to your journey, 
the information that's given to you in those ceremonies is connected to your unique journey. And you're not doing an ayahuasca ceremony unless you have something to see. I mean, no one, no one in their right mind would ever go into an ayahuasca ceremony. I mean, serious. You have to be like desperate to like heal because you do not want to be in one of those fucking things unless you are. Who wants to puke and shit and feel like death? No, no one. No one. So if you go in, it's because you want to know and you want to heal. And you can't heal unless you see. And you can't heal unless you dissolve and take away all the sandbags you put around yourself and are willing to see the truth, the intention, the reason. In the end, you know, whether you're going to, you know, a Balenciaga fashion runway show in Paris, or you're in a ceremony, it's all life, right? One is a little bit, you know, less arduous than the other. You can make a choice. You don't have to do this. Who the fuck wants to do this? But in this ability to dissolve is the ability to return, to connect to yourself, to nature, to this huge bubbling cauldron of stuff that I don't fucking know what it is. I have no idea. But there's just so much going on that is affecting everything all the time. And it's a realm that you really don't get to see unless you're in this altered state. Unless you're in this place where the veil between this reality and the rest of what's going on, which is vast and humongous and in many different worlds and whatever, you don't get to see it. What happens in the end? I don't know. I don't know. I get to see, I get to dissolve the energetic forces that have kept me hostage, yeah. You take away the gravitational pull of what kept you in prison, yeah. You get to see the dark, okay, fair enough, right? You get to connect to nature, that's pretty amazing. You get your power back, so now, you're not going to be reeled in by this shit because you, you see it. You know what it looks like. Right? You're not going to be tricked anymore. Right? It's like standing up to a bully with these dark energies, right? They're all frothing and seething. and It's like, yeah, froth, seethe, whatever. You get light. They lose their power. Have they all gone? No, I still have some pretty massive, you know, gargantuan ones that still show up. I was littered in them, so, you know, okay. It's like cleansing you of the dark. It's like, you know, you've been in like in a mud fight. <laughs> You're covered in sewer shit. And it gets cleaned out. You feel more love. You feel more connection. You can discern. That's lovely. Especially if you're in a party. It's like, oh, I don't really want to go over that way. That's like, ugh, not feeling that, right? It's not like... You get to be anyone. There's no like, okay, you get to be in a Hollywood movie and you get to get the millions of dollars. No. None of that really happened. None of that, none of that happens. You just get to be connected to yourself. 
to own your power, whatever that is, it's like you get to be authenticated, right? In the world of the dark, I was always negotiating a self, trying to, you know, it's like, you know what? It's like trimming a tree or those magnificent bushes they had in, you know, the Parisian, the French courts, right? What do they call those topiaries, right? A topiary is like weird, fantastic, perfect, but it assumes that leaves never show up, but they always need to be trimmed into the shape. That's what it's like in trauma. You're constantly, you're like a topiary. You have to constantly convert yourself. You cannot be in the, you have to be that shape for eternity. Do not change that shape. If, you, if you're not in that shape, if you're not sculpted in that shape over and over and over, then you die. That's what trauma is. Do not leave the prison of this. Do not continue to reshape that topiary every day into that form, you're stuck there, you're paralyzed in that shape. A jungle is open, it's free. Things clamor and turn and, you know, vines go up trees and leaves and it's all a big, it has incredible logic, but it's all just flowing. It's just moving right? The wind brings the leaves down, the leaves cover something else. It's just, it's not a topiary. It's not a static thing that has to continuously negotiate itself into this shape because it's terrified that if it stops being itself, it will die. If it stops being this manicured version of itself, it dies. In the medicine, you stop cutting the leaves. You let everything just pop out, fall out, drop. You're just a fucking mess on the floor. Because when that topiary is exposed, what's been in that topiary is like these disgusting, vile, dark energies. Terrifying it to stay in place. Paralyzing it with terror so that it is owned It's a prisoner. There are no topiaries in a jungle. There are no specially defined plants that keep their shape. Everything is in constant movement. It's expressing itself, right? You can't see the terror or the fear when you're in trauma. I couldn't see the origin of my anxiety. I couldn't see the origin of the terror. I couldn't see the origin of my whole fucking life. But believe you me, when I did, it was nasty and horrific. And the threat to that darkness is that you refuse its gravitational pull. To the child, if it refuses the gravitational pull, it thinks it will die. But in the medicine, when you see it and you have the embrace and the love of nature, you're willing to face it. You're willing to give up your one terrified shape, your defense mechanisms, all the versions of you that would keep the monster happy. Now you must face the monster. And in this season of this particular place that I've arrived to, I have been embraced and loved by the medicine. The next war is now you have to be a warrior, right? And return your power, which requires a big, strong, masculine energy. I've had a lot of feminine energy, loving, embracing, like the mother that holds the child. I've I've been given new parents, a new mother in the medicine. But now, 
I'm going to get that masculine energy given back to me, right? That's the thing. The masculine energy was a thing that tore me apart, right? It was early sexual abuse. Now I have to reconnect with my own masculine energy through shamans, right? That can help me reconnect. Because that was wiped out. The femininity was wiped out. Love, all of that was wiped out. But so too was the masculine power. Right? There are two realms that you are facing in the medicine. We have both masculine and feminine. Both were damaged. Both were stampeded. In order to become a prisoner, they've got to take everything out of you. In the healing, whatever your healing is, those two energies that have been damaged are then replanted, returned. To become whole, you must be both. You must have both. It is the balance in the universe that makes it work. It's a perfect Goldilocks balance, right? You can't exist without either of them. What that looks like, I don't know. What that next stage, but I know that that is the next piece of gluing back Humpty Dumpty, returning back to nature, becoming whole. And ultimately, it's the yin and the yang. Ultimately, the medicine makes you whole. It makes you one. In trauma, they are both destroyed, damaged, injured. For all of this to happen, dissolution and surrender to that dissolution is the name of the game. Bye.